on the Feast of All Saints, I began to speak about the saints that we mentioned in the first Eucharistic prayer, the Roman canon. There are a series of saints that are mentioned before the consecration and after the consecration. All of them, with the exception of the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, are martyrs. Placed there around the consecration of the bread and the wine into the body and blood of Christ, we see that the heart of the Mass is about sacrifice. Today I wish to talk about the men saints who we find after the consecration mentioned. If you would like to follow along in your missalettes, you should be able to find it on page uh, 82. The saints that are mentioned in Eucharistic Prayer 1 are there for us to honor, to emulate, and because in a special way, as I said, they reveal the heart or the mystery of the Eucharist. So on page 82 here, near the top, on the right-hand column. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with the sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. So we're praying for the deceased. Grant them, O Lord, we pray. goes on, continues on. Then it, when you get down to, to us also, your servants, who those sinners, open your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs. Twelve of the apostles have been mentioned before the consecration. Here we find John the Baptist, you might say the proto-martyr. St. Stephen, who is also mentioned here, is sometimes called the proto-martyr. But these two men we find on the either side of Christ's ministry. John the Baptist dies for his defense of marriage. He's arrested by Herod on account of Herodias, who has him thrown into prison because he had spoken out against the illegitimate and the unlawful taking of his brother's wife. Eventually that will cost John his head. He dies for the truth. Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life, will be then proclaimed by Stephen. Stephen is one of the original seven men who are chosen as deacons of the church. He's the first in the early Christian community to be mentioned by name who is martyred. Paul holds the coats of those who are stoning Stephen. Stephen is stoned in the Kidron uh, Valley, a valley that Jesus would have crossed the night before he died to go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And at that brook or that stream, they pick up stones. There is these beautiful words of the church that are placed on Stephen's lips for the feast day. Because my flesh was stoned for thee, my God, my soul, has adhered to thee. We can remember from Scripture that St. Stephen mentioned, uh, said, exclaimed before he gave up his spirit, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And then he fell asleep in the Lord. St. Stephen's relics were taken brought back to Rome uh, centuries later and placed in the Basilica of St. Lawrence, another famous deacon, and placed in his tomb as well. After these two men, then we come to other apostolic men. So I said we mentioned the apostles before the Eucharistic prayer. Now we have St. Matthias, 
who is chosen to replace Judas Iscariot, who had betrayed the Lord. According to tradition, he was beheaded with an axe, and his head is preserved in the church of St. Mary Major in Rome. This feast comes in February. St. Barnabas is sometimes called an apostolic man. His first name was Joseph, but he was given another name by the apostles. Barnabas meaning son of consolation, which indicated his encouragement, how he encouraged others through his supernatural character and through the power of his preaching or speaking. According to the best traditions, it would seem, though, that he was a true and genuine apostle in the fullest sense. The apostles laid hands also on Paul and Barnabas at the same time, commissioning them for the work. He was a native of Cyprus, and he was of the tribe of Levi. So he was a Levite, he was of the priestly clan. And he gave his life sometime between the year 53 and 76 A.D., he spent much of his time near the end of his life um, preaching to his own people. Then we have St. Ignatius of Antioch, who is mentioned next. By the way, we're going to go through eight. Of, there are eight of these men that are mentioned here. St. Ignatius of Antioch, he also in Greek was called bearer of God. According to um, a beautiful tradition, our Lord uh, laid his hands on the head of St. Ignatius as a young boy. Like St. Stephen, his feast is celebrated, or used to be celebrated, rather, in December. He died in the year 107, and he was the second successor of Peter, St. Peter, in the Sea of Antioch. Before Peter went to Rome, he went to Antioch and preached the faith there. St. Ignatius said this, uh, he wrote a number of letters as he was being brought to Rome, he was put to death in the Colosseum. His zeal for desiring a martyr's death would be hard to find words that match that zeal that he expresses. You cannot prove your tender love for me, he says, as he's writing to these early Christians, better than by allowing me to consecrate myself in sacrifice. Now, since the altar is erected, be content in a holy choir of love to chant thanks to the Father in Christ Jesus. Well is it for me if I perish to the world so that I may arise for God. Allow me to become the food of beasts that, though, that through them I may attain to God. I am the wheat of God and must be ground by the teeth of beasts so as to become the pure bread of Christ. Fire and cross, multitudes of wild beasts, the tearing of the body, the cutting into pieces of my limbs, the grinding of my bones. In brief, whatever of tortures the devil can invent, let them all come upon me, if I but gain Jesus Christ. All the delights of the earth I account as nothing. As nothing all the kingdoms of the world. Better is it for me to die for Jesus Christ than to reign over all the bounds of earth. Let me imitate the sufferings of my God. My love is indeed crucified. There is no fire burning in me that tends to the things of earth, but a fountain of living water arises in my heart, crying on to me, come to the Father. 
I desire only the bread of God, the heavenly bread of life, which is the flesh, flesh of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This only drink do I desire, his blood, which is imperishable love and life eternal. Those words, my love is indeed crucified. Centuries later, St. Francis would utter similar words. He would utter over and over again, my love is crucified. My love is crucified. His love, the love of his heart, Christ, was crucified, and he so desired to suffer in that suffering. St. Alexander I, then, is mentioned, who was the fifth pope after St. Peter in Rome. On May 3rd, in probably the year 115, some uncertainty about it, he was beheaded outside of Rome on the Nomentana, or the Nomenten Way, together with two other priests. And now his body also rests in Rome there. Our final two saints, they were martyred at the same time. St. Marcellinus was a priest, and St. Peter an exorcist. In the early church, there was, um, and even into the Middle Ages, uh, and even farther, there was these different steps along the way to the diaconate and then the priesthood. And one of them was the role of, or the ministry or office of exorcist. And while in prison, St. Peter um, had delivered the jailer's daughter from an evil spirit that was uh, afflicting her. And at that point, that, uh, the family of Artemius was converted and then baptized by the priest Marcellinus. And because of this, they were both taken out into the woods, the woods that was known as the Black Woods, and they were put to death there. On account of their death and their martyrdom there, later that forest would become known as the White Forest. The seven women martyrs, we will not go into this evening, I spoke about on another occasion. If you're interested in finding out about that, you can ask me after Mass how you can hear about that. These eight men, though, placed here along with the other martyrs are examples for us. Think of those words of St. Ignatius. We have fear of little sufferings, and yet he desired suffering in order to lay down his life like Christ. May these saints who we will invoke this evening pray for us that we might pick up our cross daily the cross that we receive here at the very sacrifice of Christ's cross.